Hi, everyone. This is Gloria, the host of the Love in the Work You Do podcast. And today I am talking with Corey Morris. Um, and I met Corey when, before COVID, we've had a relationship with my brow. She's an esthetician. Um, and we have loads of conversation that were just like eye-opening. Um, I, on my side, and I know on Corey's side too, the thing that then happened was that with COVID, I decided to start this podcast, which I'd wanted to do for a long time. And I remembered my conversation with Corey and I just thought this would be a great opening for the podcast. So welcome everyone and welcome Corey. Um, if learning about your vision and the work you're called to do and how you get derailed in life is something that's of interest to you. Come on in, pull up a chair, and let's learn together. Yeah. Welcome, Corey. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Honestly, this is so exciting. I'm so honored and everything. <laughs> this is amazing. I was so scared. Like, will she say yes or will she say no? Um, <laughs> like, I love doing different type of stuff. I'm all open for a lot of stuff, man. That's good. That's good. So let's see. So how did you get into the esthetician field? So aesthetic. Okay. It's crazy. It's like not really a crazy story, but it's like, it just fell in my lap, I guess. Because I, when I graduated high school, I was going to go to college, but I didn't go to college because I was just so stubborn at that time. And mm. the guys that I really wanted to go to, my mother was like, no, because it was in California it was too far and it was like a lot of money and everything so I was like okay what what, what do I what should I do then so then I was like okay I love brows and at the time that was like when lash extensions um started becoming a popular trend and stuff Uh and it also had a thing called brow stuff and I was like I want to do that because I've always loved brows and like makeup and stuff so I googled I literally googled brow schools literally put that in my laptop and um the school popped up and I'm thinking they're teaching me that stuff that I googled I literally called them and they're like oh yeah we can schedule an interview so you can um come interview at the school and a tour of the school so I, I toured the school the next day and I literally like applied the next day after that and we get in there and I'm excited the first day of class and everything's working and I'm just like all right what are we going to learn about lash extensions and brows uh-huh. Like, no, this is aesthetics. You do facials and stuff and learn the skin. And I literally felt bamboozled. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I was bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the journey was amazing. I learned a lot. And I actually fell in love with the craft. I love facials. I love performing them. I love learning about the skin. I love... Okay. All of it, and I absolutely adored the waxing part. Like, 
full body wax waxing was my thing. I used to work at a wax studio where I performed full body waxing. And then it captivated my love for just brows and stuff like that. Well, that's that sounds like, at least from my experience, something that's similar, like to finding like the work or something you really love. Yeah. That you may have an idea, but then what happens is something else pops up. Exactly. And if you, right? And that's what happens to you. Even though you wanted the brow part, like there was the the other, you know, you can't just do brows. Like you have to lead in with other things like the facials and um and the full body massage um, work um yeah so that's good yeah i feel like as the um touching what she was saying is basically like you know when people like oh they think small but then god gives them bigger yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's so good i'm gonna yeah. quote you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have never huh so that's basically what happened. Like, I yeah. was like, I just want to do this. But it was like, do all this. I love that. So we're definitely quoting you. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Is that a quote that you came up with yourself? No, it's not a quote I came up with myself. It's a quote that's like um, floating around on social media. People say it often, a lot of times. Okay. I have never heard it really? before. So. And and this is why we have these conversations, right? Exactly. So that like you're exposed to things that you've never been exposed to before, and um, so that's really truly amazing. Okay, I love that. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna segue into um, one of those days I was at your shop, right? And I I was going on about I make. I do vision boards and um, sometimes people's dreams get derailed and, you know, you're trying to get back on course. And then I guess my pet peeve that day must have been like, why do people even get off course? Like, what's the problem? And I remember um, that you you mentioned a couple, like a theory that's, based in in the nursing career that you're on apart from this brow work that you do and that's one of the reasons I was like Corey needs to be here and talk about that so as you explain about that I'm going to ask you like why did you now decide to go further than your study of, you know, of the whole esthetician thing. I'm probably going to mess the word up right now. No, you're fine. That's right. (laughs) No, you said it correctly. So why, um, so esthetician, right? So why nursing next? And now that you're, so if you can expand on that and then you can then follow up with the answer to why do some people's, um, plan for the future get derailed? Um, for, for myself, I 
segued into like the health field. And it was crazy because I literally remember in high school saying, I will not be a nurse. I will not be nowhere in no field of that such kind because that stuff was just freaking me out. And then I I always thought people that want to do nursing always wanted to do it because they thought it was a fast check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, that's and that's not my love. Like, I don't care about that type of stuff. I want to freaking decorate houses. I want to um be a stylist to the stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the college in California I wanted to go to. That was my dream. And I went to school for status because beauty, the beauty world was always not, I don't want to say it was my dream, but that was just like what I love to do. Like everyone... Mm-hmm knows I love makeup, I love to look good, I love to shop for clothes and fashion and stuff of that sort. But when I went to aesthetic school, I went to school and they were talking about medical procedures, but it wasn't like it wasn't like spittle. It was literally just cosmetic. Gotcha. And I fell in love with that that I just fell in love with that. And I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. And it also, I can do, so I can still be in touch with what I would love to do, which is beauty, and also make a nice coin with that as well. So I was doing like fillers, Botox, mm. like non, non-surgical procedures, basically. Oh, wow. To make yourself beautiful. And that is that trend is getting popular and popular by day, by year and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's when I was like, you know what, let me do that. But in Maryland, um, you have to be a registered nurse to perform such procedures. Oh wow. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Nursing. And then as and then that's how I transformed to let me do aesthetics and I still love that, but I like I I want to try the path of a cosmetic nurse and stuff like that. And oh then I just researched God. more and more and more and more and more into like the nursing field. I started <laughs> following people on Instagram that did nursing, that did med spas and stuff like that, that owned yeah. med spas. And then from that, I was like, I just didn't just fall in love with the career of nursing. I fell in with like the lifestyle it carries and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And that's how I was like, you know what? And then I found out not like probably like two years ago that a practitioner can open her own med spa and perform on clients and stuff in certain certain states without a doctor being present. So then I was like, oh my gosh, after I graduate with my bachelor's, I can go back, get my master's and become a... um, a nurse practitioner oh med spa and like every, literally again everything was just falling in my yes. life yes. like, and that's why I was like you know what this is what I want to do this is oh my gosh I see I see everything now it's like um it's like everything just lines up yeah exactly oh my goodness because honestly never in a million years I would have thought if I so I didn't go to college remember I didn't go to college yeah. because I was stubborn and at the time sometimes even now I fight myself because I'm like oh my gosh I could have been graduated however I would have graduated probably with my batch my, my bachelor's in um business management mm-hmm. like I did like I enrolled in everything in college but I just didn't stick with it because I didn't care about business I didn't care mm-hmm. I wanted to look 
cute. I wanted to do stuff that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so sometimes I beat myself up because I'm like, I could have graduated and just that a third, you know, as millennials, that's mm-hmm. like call us. <laughs> right. Always fight with like timing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, at this age I want to do this. At this age I should should have did this and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I do that sometimes as well. But if I would have went to college, I would have never been an esthetician. I would have never did the stuff that I did now. And I would have never been on a path that I feel like when I get there, when like I'm on the path now, but when I exceed the the end of the path of the nursing mm-hmm. journey, I would have never been there. I would have never noticed that I love to, to do that type of stuff. It would just be all like downhill. I don't even know what I would have been doing. <laughs> Like, I would probably be in a job I don't even like. Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is, I think that's what I'm noticing, right, in in studying this now and um, meaning I'm seeing a thread um, of people. So there are people who, like, once they're born on this earth for some reason, already know what they want to be. Mm-hmm. in terms of a career and so they they keep going and they they know what they want to become and they pursue that yeah but then there are the rest of us um like me and you who have no clue literally like um so one of those people was, so I, I talk about Carl, um, no, not Carl Sagan, it's the other guy, um, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who like from a young age, he knew he wanted to become like a cosmologist and an astrophysicist. Um, and he is that today, right? But then for others, we have no idea. Like we have an idea, but like our compass isn't like, targeted something happens or our compass gets off target and um and we end up not being what we want it to be yeah um so I feel like that's your story too yeah and and in a funny way I kind of like (laughs) I like that story I don't know like Cause it breaks all the rules. I feel like I agree. You know, I feel people at a young age totally know what they want. And to touch up on the question you asked me um, of why do people get off track? Yeah. I don't even think they really like some people they do. I, I don't know what I don't want to say they do. I don't think they get as such of they get off track. Mm-hmm. Rather they just, they, they, when you're at a young age, right? Cause at a young age, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. Mm. You know, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. And honestly, one of the reasons I also feel like um, at a young age, a lot of people say they're gonna, they want to be certain stuff. And then it changes, because I can attest to that, is because <laughs> there's, we're so negative to children. Mm. Like children of skin color or black children, people of color. Or, you know, people, just because a child was a bad student, didn't really get good grades. And I say that because in high school, I remember it was in this class. I forget the class 
name, but we basically was talking about careers and stuff, like applying to colleges and stuff like that. And I told you, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a lawyer for like years straight, like straight down the road. And we was Googling it and seeing like how many years it is for schooling of it, how much income would you get and stuff like that. And I remember I was helping me and she was like, you're not going to be a lawyer. Mm. You told me that, and I will never forget that because that literally killed my little freaking heart. I was like, "Yes, I am," because teachers would tell me stuff all the time, and me being the strong person I am, I would be like, "We can argue about this because why?" Mm. But and and I don't want to say she killed my dream because she definitely didn't, but she did broke my heart because it's like you're a teacher, you're not supposed to be telling a student yeah. that they are not going to be something, you know? Yeah, I feel like. There are a lot of stories out there. I have a similar one too. Um, it, ha- it wasn't regarding my career, but it was similar in that I, I was in a like in a school in elementary school. Yeah, I think we came together to sing a song, and my voice was terrible. <laughs> um, and and I took that with me for the rest of my life. Yeah thinking my voice was really terrible. But apparently, like, you know, you can have a voice that's suitable for certain type of singing. Yeah. So it's like, like you're saying, so like the teachers and the people that are, that are supposed to be the ones encouraging you, um, they actually kill our dreams. And I think Michelle Obama in her Netflix Siri, um, documentary said the same thing. Oh, I watched that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I remember that. And, school, and she were, and she, when she learned that she was the smartest person in her class, because yes, yeah. were not as smart. <laughs> yes, and it's just a shame that there are a lot of people out there who don't know that they go about killing people's dream. Yeah. I. Uh, that is that is why this doing truthfully doing this podcast that is why it's here like I just want to encourage people to do things like because a lot of people have potential they have so much potential and children have so much potential so like myself I told you she didn't really kill my dream for being a lawyer Mm -hmm. I was looking up the schooling and stuff it didn't really intimidate me because before that, I already did that because I told you that was my long, cold dream. Mm-hmm. I always to be a lawyer, but that's not, I'm, I'm very risky. I'm very like, um, outgoing. I'm very like, totally not like, I could not see myself wearing a suit and professional <laughs> going to the court and doing what lawyers do and, or like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm very bright. I like to wear like fun clothes. I don't like to be structured, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it's so funny because they're like, but nurses are going to do the same thing in scrubs. But you get a little bit, I feel more leeway, right? Because yeah. as a lawyer, you have to look a certain image. Yes, yes. Support looking like with, you know, with looking with long nails and stuff like that. No, you cannot. <laughs> uh, have you? Um, so there are just two shows I watch and I love. Um, New Amsterdam and um, All Rise. So like, 
just like you're describing it right now, that's what's popping into my head. Like, <laughs> I see all the I judges. Like, how to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I just, I'm just not into that. In nursing, I can wear fun scrubs and mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. shoes. And I can wear, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. I can wear crazy makeup. Like, not crazy makeup, but like makeup for fun. Like, I told you, I follow a lot of nurses. Mm-hmm. And, and they ha- they look like they get up for work and they dress and they and they have fun. I'm not saying nurse. I mean lawyers don't do that, but like if I try to wear a freaking cut crease <laughs> to, <laughs> to my client's um, court date, the judge is not going to take us seriously. Nope, no. The closest thing you could do would be to put a brooch or you know a, a, exactly. yeah. a shoe, but like you still have to be prim and proper, like the exactly. right. You know, tiny earrings and mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like nursing actually would make you more authentic, like in in being yourself. Yeah. And in relating to other people. So yeah. And especially because the type of nursing I want to do. I mean, of course, um, so I don't want to make it seem like nurses do not also have to be like um, prepped and primed and on go on all <laughs> because totally they, do, they have to because honestly nurses are not supposed to have long nails either. Oh wow! And I know one of my clients. I have a few, a uh, lot of clients that are nurses, and we talk about nursing and stuff all the time. And one of my clients, she has purple hair, and she's a mm-hmm. nurse. You know what I mean, I can't do that as a lawyer. <laughs> but like, um, it's strict. Different um hospitals have different rules, and as she told she told me, um, different floors also have different rules as well. So like, okay. like in different floors, but again, all that is different. On a lawyer, you can't have purple hair. No, like at all, you can't do it. <laughs> no, you have to be structured yeah. when you're at work. You could go do anything over the weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's just what I'm saying, and also. I just, I just wasn't really like into it how I thought I, into it. I thought I was into the idea, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought I was into the idea of being an, a lawyer, and then it just changed. I just was like, I don't want to do that anymore. That, but that's good. I feel like that's the way to to test it out. So you did your research. Yeah. Um, you kind of felt your own personality at that age, mm-hmm. and you were able to say, okay, if I had a list let me check this one off like this doesn't fit me exactly and at the time nursing was not a part of that list I told you I wanted to be I wanted to go to um, FIDM in California and that was fashion interviews of merchandising and design and I wanted to be a, a wardrobe stylist that's what I wanted to do when I graduated from school, from high school. I wanted to go to that school and, pers- and pursue my um, creativity stuff. Mm-hmm. I always love, I told you I love fashion and clothes and beauty and stuff like that. That's always been like a part of myself. So I was like, oh, they have a school that came to my school. And then I was like, you know what? This is the school I want to go to. This is the college I want to go to. Oh, the FIDM people came to your school? Yeah. Ah, okay. And I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to do that. And, um, but I didn't do that. <laughs> um, and I went into straight makeup and stuff like that. 
which was the aesthetics. And then from aesthetics, that's how I went and fell into nursing. And I still see the, I see the link. Sometimes the heart knows what it knows. The heart knew it wanted to be a stylist. And I guess you just said, you added the fashion stylist, the fashion to the stylist, but yeah, (laughs) wanted to be a cosmetic stylist. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because even to this day, because the thing is with the, 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 um, honestly, the, uh, the career I wanted to go into didn't even need school. You can be a stylist without school. You can be like yeah. an artist without school, you know? The fashion stylist, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be that without school. I just wanted to, like, because, you know, I wanted to go to college and have fun and do that, but it just didn't work. <laughs> but it's all right because fashion is still in 100% in my life. Yeah, no. And I, and I b- true, truly believe <clears throat> now, I think it's always been my belief, but more than ever, especially with my own path um, in every area, like between work and marriage and where I've lived and people I've met, I've yeah. come to realize that like, if you're open to... I should say, believing that your path is ordered by God, either for anyone, if they're a Christian, and even if they're not, if they believe like in some type of order in the world. Yeah. You know, that. Huh? The universe. The universe, exactly. So if you have that belief that like you're not just here wandering and that your path is ordered, I feel like every next step is like the next step in a funny way. But but it just shows that once you're taking action, that you're walking towards the path. That's what I believe now. So I'm like, if something happens, it's not like a kumbaya thing. But more like, oh, what's meant to be is supposed to be exactly, and and so I I truly love that. So you won't believe this, but while you were talking, the internet tweaked off on my side a little. Um, so I'm gonna ask again that part about um. I think it was about the child. Like, how do people get derailed? If you can just summarize that again because I yeah. think I lost it mm-hmm. no worries so I was basically saying I don't really think people get derailed I think it's just maturity I honestly feel like because you know at one point someone can say they want to do such and such but the universe can come into play or God can be like you think you want to do this but let me introduce mm-hmm. you to this and that's not, I don't want to say it's getting derailed because derailed means you're going to go back to that thing, you know? Mm, mm. Um, I don't think it's really derailed. I think it's just like a bigger picture and something that's bigger and better for yourself. So like, for example, um, someone can say they want to be a doctor at a young age and they're mm-hmm. like, I want to be a doctor, you know, but but they're, they're, they're also a basketball player, right? And they're really, really good at it. And then college comes in, gives them a scholarship, they go to college, and now they're in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't to say that doctor is not, it wasn't like their dream, but also basketball was their dream, and now yeah. they're living out their best 
our lives. And you know what I mean? So I, stuff like that can happen. And that's not a derailment. That's just literally just... Getting back. Exactly. It's like the universe is saying, this is what you're going to do. And because you could do this. I believe in you. And like, and also I feel sometimes the parents or the adult figure in their lives so like at a young age a child can say they want to be a basketball player and mm-hmm. parents like no you can be a doctor mm-hmm. so they go to school to be a doctor but they're not happy mm. and they're like what i'm going to be a college coach <laughs> for basketball because yeah and that's not the realm either that's no. literally they lived out their parents' dream for themselves and now they're on another path. They're on another track because they, this is what they really want to love. They they love basketball. They may yeah. they may even start their own basketball something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't so I feel like you can get derailed, yes. But I feel like it's it's not always what happens. I think because I honestly, like you said, I truly believe that. What happened was supposed to happen. Yes, yes, yes. It was I tr- a mistake made. I truthfully you, believe that. Like, you were supposed to do whatever you were supposed to do at that moment of time. Mm-hmm. I believe that you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do, but you also have to know that one thing, that I am not just here aimlessly, that I'm here to do a work. I'm here to because I have a purpose and I feel like once you're aligned with that, then once any step you take, you might go off track, but then you'll self-correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I believe that too, because you know, like someone can say they want to do something, but life happens, you know, Mm -hmm. life can happen all the time. It happens every day. Anything can get in, can't interfere with your goal. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but then you, if you know, like, if you know that's what you want to do, and then you will come back to it, you know? Yes. It will always be your main, it will always be your main priority, no matter what type of obstacles come and try to get in the way. It's always going to be, you're always going to be like, no, I'm going back and I'm going to do this. Like, you, you pushing up against all the odds. And I just wrote that down. Know what you want to do so that you can come back to it. I feel like that captures why people need a vision board or at least writing down their future plans somewhere, you know. I feel like like, so a lot like the term a lot of people use um, nowadays um, is manifesting. Yeah, manifesting. Yep. (laughs) However, I feel people... Even myself at the time was doing it wrong because manifesting is very broad and it's very real, I feel, right? Because mm-hmm. you're talking to the universe. You're talking to... you. When you're manifesting, it's literally you're just being positive, spiritually positive 24-7. But when people manifest, when I was saying they do it wrong, I feel it's because they're not clear on what they're manifesting. Like, they be like, oh, I'm manifesting a guy. And you'll get the guy, but it's not the guy that you wanted. You are so because you weren't clear. Yes, you weren't clear of on that what you wanted, and that goes with the dreams as well. So when you do a vision board and you say and you just break down your vision. All right, that's fine, but now it's going to be hectic because how are you going to get to that vision? So when you do your vision, you break it down. 
you make your you write your vision down, break it down into little small steps, and then from them little small steps, then to your end goal. You have yeah. to do stuff with intention, make sure it's organized, make sure it's work, it's very thought out. So the universe can literally like take it and absorb it and release it back to you. You can't just say, I want to be a millionaire and then just and then just go to sleep. Like, what? Is, why do you want? Like, what is your step to becoming that? You know, like exactly. You have to write those down. That. Yeah, manifest that and make sure it's organized, precise, and clear. I love. I love that yeah. you just talked about all of that because that's actually how I do my vision board events. Like when I have them I have people like really write down and break down what you're going to do in the next one year like choose one yeah of like 10 goals that you have on the board and then break it down in detail like this is what I'm going to do and the good thing is like every year I've done it because I've been doing this now since 2016 2017 I learned more about how to bring those dreams to life. And like you said, you have to be clear and not just mentally clear. Like you actually have to clear your brain of all of those things that's in there. Like just as we're going to write down the goals you want to manifest, we need to dump all the stuff in your brain on another sheet of paper somewhere. Let's get them out and then you start the whole vision vision in process um so that you can get what you want and i feel like even the ones i've done in the past like i said i'm learning more every day um like sometimes we're not clear even as facilitators like if you're coming here like you have to understand that whatever you put down on there, you're ready to do the work, yeah. right? Like yes. if you want to manifest the husband, like you better know that once you leave here um, <laughs> after creating the board, you will inadvertently start clearing the path for that to happen. And are you oh ready? God. Yes. yes. <laughs> right? Because... A lot of times, people, they're just like, they have to understand, like, sometimes, remember um, earlier, we were saying, um, we have to let go, mm-hmm. so because bigger and better is going to come. When it's going to happen, it's going to fall in your lap, and it's going to be there, because it's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. 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 So, when I manifest and, like, certain stuff be very clear what you want because you want to manifest because you because people I think people think that when they say um okay let's go on the topic of like the husband thing again mm-hmm. they say they want a husband or a boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever they'll say they want a partner mm. and they're buying you a type of partner so the universe gives them a partner mm-hmm. and not that partner that they want so then they think Oh my gosh, my, when is my manifestation not going to happen? Like, oh my gosh, I just got this guy, he's wasting my time. But really, that person that they got was the manifestation that they asked for. Exactly. Because, like, you were detailed. Yeah. I feel like it's the job. Now that I know better, 
that um, with all my years of doing it, yeah, I feel like it's the job of the person hosting the event to like yeah. set those exp- expectations from the start. Because yes. th- that's like heavy yes. stuff that you go yes. to ther- therapy for. Like, am I even ready? Like, if I do this and the person yes. does come yes. in, in one year, am I actually ready to? love that you said that oh my gosh <laughs> I'm literally so in love that you said that because <laughs> people get or in and out in and out in and out relationships or even just like not even just relationships just things like in mm-hmm. and out of stuff like in and out of jobs in and out of this yes. you know just just like they're just all over the place right yes and but they all but they always want something and it's, and but to get that one something you have to be under you have to be ready to um to sacrifice you have to be ready to to um let go of the stuff that's obviously not harboring you any success so with past relationships you have to let them go like let um negative people go with past friendships you gotta let go with past jobs that's killing you let it go you know so something bigger and better can come because something's bigger and better is not going to come when you're not ready. You're not obviously not ready when you're still holding on to something that's toxic and that mm-hmm. negative mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Why would the give you something? Because all you're going to do is make that person suffer <laughs> or you're yeah. going to make that feel worse because your mind isn't clear. Like you're, yeah. you're not in the right headspace, basically. Yeah, that's that clarity we talked about. It's so, mm-hmm. so important. That's... I, I didn't have any intention of segueing into the vision board for this, but yeah, um, that was a really good conversation. It's it's something I love yeah. doing. <laughs> One question that I'm always waiting for people to ask me, which nobody asks, is the question I've put down <laughs> on my on my on my list to ask everyone that comes to the podcast going on in the future. Sometimes you're the only one that knows this one particular thing that you want people to ask you, but like nobody ever asks you and you're just waiting for that person. So I'm your person today. That one thing that people assume about you, but they don't really know, or maybe it's that one thing you've been waiting to share about you, or it could even be that you've said a story or you've you were in a situation for the longest time, right? And mm-hmm. you told the story one way, but maybe recently you just remembered, oh, X, Y, Z is also the reason why this is happening. So I guess the question is, what's that one thing for you? Oh gosh, this is a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm, while you was talking, I was trying to think, and I don't know. And I, I think the question, the answer for me is I don't know because I pursue myself to be very private. So, like, okay. what people don't know is literally because I don't share it on purpose. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, and what I do show share on purpose is what I want them to know. But saying all that, I do feel like... I can give you an example. Okay, please. Okay, all right. So... Um, so for the longest time, I've believed that, um, my reason for going on a journey to discover myself 
was because my divorce um, started, well, my divorce finalized in June of 2015. And so that's kind of like the story I've told myself that that's why I decided to go searching for my purpose in life all over again. But then something happened and I was like, oh my gosh, that's not it. Okay, so my brother had an accident like years ago, but that's not the reason why he passed away. So he passed away in 2014. And all the while I thought me getting divorced in 2015 was the reason why I went on my journey to find myself and my purpose. Mm -hmm. But turns out that like I had an aha moment one day and was like, wait, it's because he passed away. And I remembered all the things he had told me about myself to do and Mm -hmm. that I never did. And then look, years later, you're divorced. And I also remembered that he did so many things like things that able-bodied people could, would, don't do. My brother was an able-bodied person who had an accident that left him paralyzed from the waist down. But like, you'll be on Flatbush and it'll be like, girl, like you got to catch up with me. I think that's why I decided to go on this path too, that because you could do all of that, that means even I could do that. But the story I tell people is like, oh, I went on a <laughs> to find myself after my divorce. Um, okay, then maybe I do have one. So I, I think a lot of people assume that I'm very, very like mean <laughs> and like heartless or cold or whatever. Poor. So like, <laughs> but deep down, I'm like, I can totally understand why they get it, especially like men. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. so hard on them. So 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 hard on them, and I know I am. And my best friend, like every like my, people that are very close to me, be like, "No, you're me. <laughs> <laughs> you're a millennial. You all, you all are me. I have a sister who's a millennial." <laughs> and I um and I, I, I used to always tell myself like I'm like maybe they think this 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 of me like that I'm mean and stuff, but honestly, I don't think I'm mean. I think I'm very strict and very much intimidating by some of the guys and I came to that because the guys will obviously I'm not that mean because they were like like the people that found me interesting or intriguing or whatever come approach me and then days will go by or weeks or whatever or even months right and then I'm mean mm. and like you know and then like the whole like vibe between and it's because like I'm very like I, like, I'm very strong-minded and strong-headed, and, like, I'm just, like, I'm not going to give in when, they, when they're when used to giving in, get, get in their way with other, like, women. Mm. So I think maybe that's what, like, because not even just fight with men, like, women as well. Like, I'm very, like, stone-faced. Like, I'm very nice, and, but, like, I, it's, like, it's hard to, like, crack me, if that makes sense. Like, I'm very, like, nice. You advocate for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I want people to know is that I'm very nice. I just have, like, what they people say, a rest and be face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We both have that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, who always think that I'm mean. Yes. And I'm like, what? Yes. Um, and I think 
so there should be like a rested bitch face club now that I think about it. Like uh, at accounts on Twitter or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like mean girl club, but really I'm not mean. Like I who wants to be mean? Like I always get perceived to be mean. And I'm like, oh my gosh, because I'm mean because I'll call you out. I'm mean because I'm not gonna let you like walk over me. I'm mean because what you're used to, I'm not gonna give it to you. Yeah. And can I affirm that? Um, because I feel like there are a lot of us in the world that are that way. Um, and knowing what I know now, it's that. Just know that there are other people who are like that. And I have decided, like, I won't sell myself short because you're not willing yeah. to like, stick around and crack the code. Like, even from a relationship yeah. perspective, not even just, like, from, you know, a partner perspective, but, like, friends mm-hmm. and family members, yeah. like... Yeah. You need to, I will stay around and have the conversation to crack my code so that you know, like, the strategies to use to handle me. Um, but if you're not willing to do it, then you're not my person in the first place. So, yeah. you know, that's... I agree with that, yeah. Right? Yeah, because, yeah. like, the world will make some of us that don't know ourselves, right? Mm-hmm second yeah. guess ourselves, and then that's why we do things that we shouldn't do we'll be looking for love and relationship with um friend relationship right yeah in the wrong places um with you know people also think that when people talk about relationship they automatically think it's um a romantic type but mm-hmm. oh relationships are platonic as well like you don't have to be shacking up you know yeah and for me I for me when I say people think I mean and like the reason why people always think a certain way is because I am the same way with my love interest as well as my friends right Mm -hmm. I've lost a lot of friends out but because I never had a lot of friends but like people that were presumed to be close to me. I'm not as close to them anymore. And all of them are not because anything happened bad, badly. It was just because, or like they, a lot of them, I don't think they'll say that I'm mean, but like it just happened because I know myself and I know the path that I want to go on. And you know, we just drifted apart. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I totally, but I then totally like, relate. <laughs> love, yeah. yeah. And then like for the love factor i've never been in love right and i've never been in like a relationship either <gasps> also talk to a lot of people um you need so- to be in one. Oh my gosh we need to <laughs> manifest a relationship for you i've been in one like i am a i was a love jones people tell me like you were too in love all right anyway i did that so She's like, that was me at once upon a time. <laughs> oh my gosh, Marcel, I, you know, my love life at this point is non existent. And it was just very fumbling because I just, at the time, I thought I was single because, because like, why did I think I was single? I think I was single because, like, no one just wanted to be with me, right? Mm-hmm. But no, again, I was single because. People were not, they're like the thought of me and not 
really me, right? They're like, oh yeah, she's cute. She's mm-hmm. she done there, she's young, and she's whatever. And then when they get me, and then I'm all that, but too much because yeah. I think curse their little ego. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too. Um, because then there's some of us women um who are considered overachievers. I yeah. think for those of us that are like that, maybe we may appear unmanageable for some type of men. Um, but, you know, the TV shows shows us as manageable people. I don't know. <laughs> you know? My best friend, she's like, oh my gosh, I need you in a relationship for selfish reasons. She's like, because I need you to be on a trip. Because she's married. I told you she's unmarried. Oh, okay, gotcha. And she's like, oh my gosh, because we need vacations together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. I feel like you'll... I'm like, I'm totally down for it. But like, I'm not in no rush to be with my Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like, everyone, I feel like everyone around me wants me to be together, be with someone other than myself. <laughs> I'll tell you what my therapist said, though. Like, it doesn't need to go anywhere like like the relationship does is doesn't necessarily need to lead to marriage but like you can go um you know go out go eat you know yeah. keep it keep it clean yeah so just go out hang out with people if you need to do a double date or with your girlfriend do it but just yeah. know and I'm preaching to myself as you're saying saying this as I'm saying this to you too um yeah so it doesn't I think sometimes we think everything needs to lead somewhere like I, you know what I feel I don't know why I totally agree with that because I was just about to say everything has to be be something yeah it could strictly fun it can everything can be fun too yes yes and just lay the you know the groundwork at the beginning like this Put your attentions in the beginning. Exactly. State your intentions. And then if that... Or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the person is like, mm-mm, I want to, you know, I'm thinking marriage. I'm like, okay, all right. So, yeah, we're not both ready for each other, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the most important thing in everything that we do going forward for some of us to like always find out Hmm? oh sorry i was just saying i also think like for like um uh um adults my age like in their 20s and early 20s and stuff like that Mm -hmm. they are so pressed on they feel like they're pressed on time but they're forgetting that they're young still oh yeah that's true Cause like even me like I'm, I'm like I'm always like okay I want to do this 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 this, um but it's like like you know I just gotta keep telling myself relax. <laughs> yeah, cause it's the it's the long game that we're playing. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes we're looking at it as like a short time game, like mm-hmm. you know. But you know, when you're when you're like elementary school and stuff, you're like oh my gosh I'm going to graduate high school at twenty. Be married by 22, have a child by 23, <laughs> and now you're 23, and all you do is drink wine by yourself. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what um, I think we get conditioned by society. Yeah. Uh, my thing is to always blame Disney Channel. Um, not Disney Channel, but Disney movies. 
Um, you know, because all I watched when I was growing up was Disney movies, like, you know, and I feel like they condition you to believe that. And then depending on how you're growing up, like growing up Nigerian for me, like there were three things. I hope I remember all of them that were like non-negotiables. And it was that you went to school, meaning you'd finish high school and then went and got a first degree. Yeah. No negotiation. And then you married was the second one. And then you mustn't get pregnant while before you get married. Mm-hmm. So like all of those three things you knew about, but no one ever tells you like about <laughs> anything else. Like, right. oh, don't rush, you know, you can take your time. Like there's no timeline. They don't tell you that. And then you see that everybody else does it by, Lord forbid, by 25. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's too late. Like there is no you see people like people that's in your same age group doing certain stuff at certain ages and it's like, oh it's like it makes you feel like am I not doing enough? Exactly. And that's why we truly need to know ourselves. Um, If there's a way we can just help younger people really tap into their own self at a young age. I feel like that's one of the work that we're all called to do. Like, yeah, you know, speak up and know what you like, like know the colors that you like, that assertiveness um, without being aggressive type thing. I feel like- Letting children be expressed, expressive type of creatures. You Mm -hmm. know, um, in the black household, like kids would say like, oh, you don't have feelings or you don't, you don't feel like that. You don't know what stress is, you know, like, whoa, like that conditioning is, is at a young age is how you will take everything as you get mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. You're like, get older, you realize like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Like times are changing, which is really good yeah. about that. Like they're taking like children's stress seriously. Like, you know, it's, crazy the I don't take, uh, seriously we don't take kids as seriously as we should and yeah. I feel like it shows up in everything that we do I think it's the same reason why like for me um as a Nigerian American like when my kids would talk about oh you know this teacher who's white is treating me this way in school I'd be like nah that's that's a lie. Like, you know, it sips in little by little. So there's there's that too where you're doing that. And then, then there's the other part where the child is at home and we're not valuing the words that are coming out of their mouth because that's how we were raised. Like, you don't talk back... <laughs> Mm-hmm. To an elder, the kids in the homes, our voice have been muzzled. Um, mm-hmm. What our, you know, and it affects the way we go out into the world mm-hmm. because I feel like the home is where you get to practice. I don't know yeah. what you think about that, but at home you get to practice to use your voice. And if you exactly. haven't, like, yes, because a lot of children or people in general that are just um, like adults too that are very timid and not good at expressing mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. didn't get to do that at home. Yes. Say you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the work, me talking, doing the podcast, this is the work I've done on myself in five years. Wow. This is the work, yeah, that I've done on myself, but I'm a shy person. Oh, I Mm -hmm. thought I was shy, right? Because everybody called me shy, quiet, and introverted. So I assume I I took on that personality. Yeah. But who knows? It, It could also have been from the fact that people were telling me, maybe I was like the bossy little girl always opening her mouth when I was younger and they were like, keep quiet, keep quiet. And then I became quiet. And then, then I became that shy person. And if they called me that, huh? So like you found your voice. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully as I found it, I try not to, I also see things from the other side now in a way. Um, I know, I know I'm not perfect. <laughs> That's for sure. No, just the other side as in, yeah, maybe the parents, the adults, um, you know, the people who watered down my voice, you know, okay. as in they didn't know that that was what they were doing. Yeah. Cause so. I mean, it's generational, you know, cause their parents did it because their parents did it. Their parents mm-hmm. did it because their parents and that's why, like, now it's, like, a big trend, like, of breaking generational curses. Yeah. And I'm totally, I'm all for it, you know. Like, for me, that's why my strive to finish college is because I will be the first person in my immediate family to finish it. My mother Wow. Went, my sister went, but she stopped. She's back in it now, and I'm all for her. Like, just get it, man. Just get yeah. it. Done. Just do it, right? Oh my god! it's like no. I'm doing it for a bigger person. Like yes. I'm doing it for myself. But like I know I have like nieces and a godchild that looks up to me and stuff like that. So I'm like I feel like they need to see that you can do it. Like you know, like and it's not talked about enough in my family. It's like you're leaving a legacy. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you have what? How many more years to go? Hopefully, like three, but hopefully, like two. Okay, okay. Make sure you hit me with an email when, yeah. in case you know you're out of town by then or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm graduating, so yeah. So I think we've had a great conversation. I just yeah. feel like we could go on and on <laughs> you said you put your wig on no 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 i said i feel like we could go on and on oh, oh yes 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 <laughs> so um but i really enjoyed it i learned a lot from you yeah. and my hope is that this podcast will um when people listen to it they'll be able to get that too and pick up a lot from you and also use some of the nuggets in here to find their own career path and the work that they're called to do so thank you so much you're welcome thank you for having me yay all righty enjoy your saturday and um i'll text you in the text (laughs) All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye.